Counter. I am here with Shaylee, myself, Kat. We have Danny today and we have Christian today. Um, today we're going to be taking a little pause on our series of um, called The Seven Deadly Sins because, as you guys know, we have entered the month of February, which we are going to be touching base on a topic that, you know, we often hear, not often, but all the time here. And, you know, many of us in between um, the followers of Christ really love to pay attention of this day that is the day of quote-unquote love of uh, valentine's day so we want to touch base and not you know be like don't celebrate valentine's day but more like explain the meaning behind it because as you guys know we are believers of christ and if we have a relationship with god we are to have we are to remain faithful and not um like you know worship worship any other gods which if you guys don't know many of these pagan uh, festivities are worshiping other um other pagan gods per se or even saints so entering this topic i want to like uh explain a little bit of what valentine's day and as you guys may all know it is the day of love like i just said but in the name valentine um it's called saint valentine's day so this valentine guy is a saint and you know many of the times this is the person that you like you know like when you see like the when you go to the stores and you see the hearts and you see the bow and arrows or like you see the little like, I don't know if you guys seen like the little guy and like, a, I don't, yeah, Cupid guy. There you go. Um, could be like the guy, you know, throwing the arrow and like, boom, it goes and gets your heart. And, you know, we use this day to go and get chocolates to our loved ones or to our boo things if you guys have any. But the reality in Valentine's Day, you guys, is that number one, it they say the, the day of love, but. You know, the Bible says that love is every single day. Um, it's not a type of love that we should be celebrating out in the world because the love that I know of, that the one that we have lived and, you know, um, believe is the the perfect love that Christ did on the cross when dying for our sins. When, you know, we become his children, that is real love. And we want to come and, you know, explain to you guys that this Valentine's Day is can, in like the spiritual room can be very very dangerous in a way because the love that the world portrays it's talking about like sensuality which is like you know having passions which is having desires which is having you know at a young age could be opening doors to these things all because you know quote-unquote love is in the air and we have to understand that doing all these things is very uh, dangerous because number one we're opening doors number two we're giving we're feeding our desires we're feeding our passions and this and this love that the world likes to portray is not even the love that you know god portrays to us all the time which is a love that is patient the one that is uh, always so gentle the one that is actually very 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 gentleman-like because jesus never shows up to our lives without you know i guess consent like he comes and knocks 
at the door of your heart and says, hey, I'm, I, I want to enter your heart. He doesn't just come in and barge in and be like, hey, I'm going to be here. Move. Everything else move. Like he's a gentleman. He comes and he wants to show himself to you, but only if and when you decide like, yes, I want to start this walk with the with the Lord. But the love out there in the world it doesn't do that. They don't even ask for consent. They want to, you know, uh, take advantage and, you know, try to portray and switch what love is and the definition of love, which is not what we should be uh, doing and, you know, practicing. And we may be thinking like, hey, it's not bad. Like all I get is chocolates and anything like that. But the most important thing that we should remember is that these candies have been like like set apart for that specific day have been you know i guess have been thought of for that day which you know has a lot of meaning behind it so if they have set apart those things for that day we're in a way participating in that which is what we don't want to do yeah you know what i was gonna say since we're gonna be talking about this a little bit i think it's good to understand the the origins of uh valentine's day uh valentine's day was not always called valentine's day it was actually called Lupercalia, uh, and it's crazy because it was uh, it was um, it was not even um, even about love. It was about fertility. It was like it was like a like a hail yourself for being able to have kids. It was like a it was more like a like a, you would like enjoy a day for your own self. So it was like uh, portraying like self love. And then what would happen is men would strip naked and, you know, sacrifice a goat and a dog. That's on Google, guys, just in case if you guys want to just understand it. And the reason why I, I, I tell you guys this is not to scare you guys and not to just, you know, uh, I don't want to. I feel like I don't want to scare because that's not what I am. That's not who I am. But I just feel like um, the Bible says in John 8, 31, it says that Jesus said to the Jews who had believed in, if you abide my own word and you are truly my disciples and you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. So I, I think that if we understand what we are doing and what we are celebrating, I think we are we start understanding what are we doing in reality, right? Like we're no longer celebrating, you know, just love, but we're starting to celebrate pagan holidays where we are coming and we are holding by the hand uh, the world and we are celebrating things and we're, you know, giving an excuse that, oh, it's because I have a girlfriend and I want to propose on the 14th and, you know, I want to give chocolates, I want to give flowers. But I just feel like my dad's words resonate and I was like, well, if you love, you know, your significant other, why don't you just do it every other day except that day? I feel sure. like, I feel like that's uh, kind of like, uh, I feel like you don't need one day to show your love for somebody. I think uh, you can just show all year round and I just, I just love the fact that the God said that if you know the truth, it will set you free. And I'm guessing free from some type of bondage, some type of, uh, you know, encampment, some type of jail. And I think we have to understand that this world wants to keep us there in this mentality. So we have to break free just as you guys understand. Yes, I also want to touch on that of what the world portrays love is. And what the world portrays love is, is the complete opposite of what God portrays what actual love is the world just says love um is basically trigger warning like sex that's that's supposedly what love is to the world and what's crazy about what valentine's day is is that the guy cupid behind um this valentine is that if when you find out or you you dig into what cupid is who he is from and just etc cetera, etc cetera, who his family is is that his he is a, a greek god you know and then he is the son of a lady called aphrodite and aphrodite you want to know what it means it means goddess of sexual love and beauty 
So now he's he's not the only son of Aphrodite, but he, now he's the son of the dad called Chaos. And Chaos, sim, clear, clearly simple. Uh, what is that? Crystal clear of what yeah. what the what the god of the guy is named. So he's not only a son of goddess of sexual love and beauty and Chaos, but he's a brother of a guy or, or a Greek god called Hemonias, and this means. Uh, desire so what do we we find here is that cupid he's the one that supposedly roams around and strikes arrows and then you fall in quote-unquote love right but what is crazy about this is that when he strikes arrows he's not striking your arrows for love it's covered up for striking arrows for sex and uh, and the bible tells us that we should never ever have sex before marriage if um what's it called after after marriage then you can have but before it's not it's not right but a lot of people say oh but why but why you know like why shouldn't we do this why does god tell us no but god tells us no a lot of the times to protect us not because it's a simple no but because he knows that let's say you you get with someone or whatever he's just gonna leave that's just simple as done because if someone genuinely loves you as the of the word of god says that the man that genuinely loves you is a gentleman is one that's gonna treat you and respect you and never gonna look at you in a way where it's sexually desire and that's what valentine's day is (laughs) i remember in high school um uh it was like a i overheard some like group of the popular kids you know there's always popular kids in high school and and they were saying um on valentine's day and everyone was giving gifts and you know you know like chocolates and stuff and and whatever you know and then they were like oh i'm a valentine's baby i'm a valentine's baby and there was a lot of them saying i'm a valentine's baby and it's just like bro one-on-one ads together like if you're a valentine's baby born in you're born in november and there's a lot of birthdays on november because that's what valentine's day is supposedly for but it's just covered up by the rainbows and supposedly love and chocolates but what i see here is that when a guy like tries to taunt the girl it's because they're buying chocolates and buying flowers and they know what the girl likes and it's the desire that is in the Valentine's Day. It's the the I don't the like the background, the back meaning. I don't know I don't know how to explain that. The yeah. backstory, not backstory because it is true. Yeah, like um, the basis of what Valentine's Day is. And I wanna uh, say an example of what happens when you have um, like uh, sex or whatever. And there is this guy in the Bible that we all not probably not all known but abnon and tamar where abnon he he desired tamar and tamar didn't want it because abnon mind you they were siblings and abnon was filled with desire he you can say he was shot by the arrow of cupid you know for tamar and what ended up happening is that he ended up raping her and she she didn't even want it at all like she did not and at Abnon, he was blinded by the desire, not even love. He would say that he would love her, but it's the desire that he wanted her. But after he was completely disgusted by her. And you can see this, that this is all caused by the quote unquote Cupid <laughs> of what the true significance of a Valentine's, Valentine's Day is, is not just not just sexual abuse but just sexual in general which we should just completely avoid um just to kind of touch on what everybody said so far um about how the world basically 
tells us that Valentine's Day is about, you know, the flowers, the chocolate, what love uh, supposedly is all about, you know, that sexual, that romance and everything. Um, but uh, when you see, sorry, in the verse John thirteen thirty four, um, God says, love each other and you must love each other just as I loved you. So if we think about it, like Kat had said earlier, this shouldn't just be a, you show each other love on one day, on this Valentine's Day. You know, God shows us love every single day. And that's something that we need to be able to show everybody else. It's not about, oh, like Valentine's Day, here it is, now it's my day. You should be using um, what God has given you and how God loves you and portraying that love to everybody in everything that you do every day. It's not about the chocolate. It's not about the flowers. It's about sharing God's love to everybody else. You know? I love that you said that because that, you know, understanding that means that we must have a renewal of our mind. Because if we don't understand that love is every day, we're going to think like, oh yeah, love is only on that specific day. And we look forward to that day only. Why? I don't know. But um, Valentine's Day at this point, I feel like now it's just like a it's just like a day of, of like competition. Like girls expect their, their mans to go all out or they expect, or you'd see like you the go on, Ramos, yeah, you speak the, the big Ramos and then the comments are like, oh my God, who's this, this, uh, this thing, right, need, yeah. <laughs> or this needs to pop out my boyfriend's like for you page. It's, it's always like a competition now. Like it's not even like a type of day that people just look forward to. And you know, like if they give them something, they, they're just not appreciative anymore. And that, and that just says a lot because Number one, you can tell that these people, obviously, when we think about love, it's not what people just give you. Sometimes love is always going to be you giving all the time. That's going to be real love. And then, like, these people out in the world, they expect chocolates, flowers, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And that's what they think, like, oh, yeah, because they give me stuff, I'm so loved. And what? Like, you know, any anybody can just do that, right? But they expect it on that specific day. But to understand that it's every single day, we must have a renewal of the mind. In Romans 12, 2, it says, don't change yourselves to be like the people of this world, but let God change you inside with the new way of thinking. Then you will be able to understand and accept what God wants for you. And God wants for us to realize that love that we should be looking for is his why are we looking for a love that is only validated by men or if you're a guy listening to this why are you looking for love in in a person in a girl right and it says you will be able to know what is good and pleasing to him and what is perfect right so if we think about his love that is pleasing to us because we know it is a it is a holy type of love it is a love that is gentle that keeps you clean number one because the type of love outside they never take care of your testimony let me tell you that they will never take care of your testimony but a love like jesus christ you will know that your testimony will be taken care of because they always will want the good for you not like the world portrays it and we can like we can keep saying how much uh valentine's is innocent because for example valentine's not only um is is only seen in like the relationship with love like your significant other but a lot of girls participate in it by you know having galentines or by having like uh pink stuff purple uh not purple because they don't use purple but red stuff and those are the type of things that slowly which is what the enemy loves to do because when does the enemy ever like to paint anything ugly he never, he never paints anything ugly. He wants to give you candy and makes it look tasty, make it look presentable. So you're like desirable. So you can want to participate to that, which is why when I see like all these cute trendy stuff, 
like I'm not I'm not gonna sit here and pretend like I don't fall for it because I do. I see all these like pasta, all these heart shaped pasta, and I'm like, wow, I really want that. Or I see like uh, something pink, and I'm like, wow, that's so cute. Because I think as girls, it's in our it's as girls, it's in our nature to love like flowers, to love like pink heart shaped stuff. And you know when you see like the month of February like do that, it's very hard to like die to yourself and be like, okay, focus. Focus, focus. This month is not just only dedicated about love. Love is every single day. And that's going to come with a renewal of, renewal of mind. Yeah, and I also wanted to, you know, pitch in here that, with you know, you know with the, what you were saying, you know, just as a renewal of mind. Renewal of mind means that, you know, you change your path. So you're no longer a slave to sin, but now you're a slave uh, of love, out of love to God. And that makes you uh, completely, you know, switch out your chip from love that the world is giving you to the love that God gives you. And the love of God is so contradicting to what you feel. You know, like God's love is not, you know, self-love. God's, uh, you know, love is not, you know, lust. Uh, God's love is not some love that, you know, comes and goes and never comes back. Or, you know, God's love is not something that just fades in real quick. But God's love is eternal. As you guys can see in John 3.16, he says, For God loved the world so much that he gave his only son. Therefore, we understand that God's love is eternal. Also, he leaves us a side of love that would, I would like to read. That's in um, Matthew 5.43. It says, You have heard what I said, what it was said. You shall love your neighbor and hate your enemy. That means that he is comparing the love of this world. He's saying, you, you already heard. You've heard what the world says about love. You've heard what the love that this this world you you that this this world has given to you and is that if you love your friends love your neighbor and hate your enemy that's what the world tells you right but listen to what he says he says but i say to you love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you he comes and just flips the pancake 180 and he just says something so outlandish and nobody understands how can you love your enemy and pray for the people that persecute you? Mm -hmm. Like literally you are praying for your own demise. You are praying for your own death and you love the people that want to see your throat or your head on a stake. Yet he continues to say so that so that you may be the son the son of your father who is in heaven for he makes us for he makes the sun rise in evil and uh, so sorry that says for he makes his sunrise on the evil and on the good mm -hmm. and sends rain on the just and unjust. So here we go. I, I just want to. I want to just take two minutes on this verse because he says, "I love this because we can just, you know, make it real quick." And says, "You know, love, love those who do, who hate you and pray for your demise, because either way, I am God and I do as I please." Literally, that's what mm -hmm. he's saying there. And saying that you know, whether you like, like it, it or not, whether like <laughs> you not, if you die, it's because I let it happen, and if you live, it's because I allowed it to happen. And I love that, right? And then on the 46, it says, For I love those who love you. What reward do you have? Do, um, it says, For if you love, sorry, it says, I'm sorry. It says, For if you love those who love you, what reward do you have? Do not even tax collectors do the same? And it says, If you greet only the brothers, that, uh, only the brothers, what more are you doing to others? It says, Do not even Gentiles do the same? You therefore must be perfect mm -hmm. as your heavenly father is perfect so there's a bunch of things seen here so we can see that this love that god wants us to do is the sacrificial love mm -hmm. the sacrificial love of saying you know it's not about what i can receive but instead is what i can give mm -hmm. and honestly that's that love is a lot of people a lot of love that people don't understand even how to give yeah. and and i think that love is saying you know what what makes you different and i think i think that's what i want to talk about today i think that's that, that, that's really i think that's beautiful like like 
what makes you different? Like, if you are celebrating, you know, I used to celebrate um, Valentine's Day. I'll be honest with you. I used to celebrate until I understood this. Like, <laughs> what makes me different? If I, if I only love the person I love one day, then what makes me stand out out of the world? Mm-hmm. In, in, a full of, in a world full of divorce, in a world full of, you know, friends with benefits, in a world full of, you know, just sex, or, you know, hey, you know, just fool around and see what happens. Like, what makes you different? Yeah. If you are only loving because you are getting something in return, then I guess you are living this Valentine's love. But you're not really living the the God's love yeah. that uh, that you uh, want to live. I don't know if you want to say something. Uh, you have, you have, I have a touch base on what he's saying. Yeah, ju- yeah. just super quick, uh, it has to do with what Danny was just saying as well uh, about um, when he said, love your, love your enemies um, and those who uh, persecute you. Uh, there's a verse, Romans 5, 8, that says, uh, but God shows his love for us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. So every single person is everybody sins and God still shows us his love and God is still there for us no matter what we do he's not holding a grudge he's not you know he's there for us no matter what so that's a good um, reason as to why you know all those people that persecute you all those people that you might not like it's not about not liking them it's about showing them love anyway pray for them and helping uh, show them that love that God shows you every day yeah and I was going to continue on saying that you could only have that if you have the love of the Father. But if you don't love the Father, uh, it says in the Bible, is that if you are not of me, then you're against me. So if you don't love the Father, if you don't have God's love, um, you have you love the world. Just simple as that. Like, you cannot be in one foot in, one foot out, or or um, be a clean water if your water is, if you pour wa- dirty water in it. That just doesn't go together. But what I want to read here is 1 John uh, 2, 15 through 16. And it says, don't love this evil world or the things in it. If you love the world, you do not have the love of the Father in you. 16, it says, this is all there there is in the world, wanting to please our sinful selves wanting the sinful things we see and being too proud of what we have again the world is wanting to please our sinful selves wanting to wanting the sinful things we see and being too proud of what we have but none of these come from the father they come from the world aka what we see in valentine's day that it's all loving kisses and fun and and girly and the guys um get love and whatever it's so all supposedly all a win-win but it's actually no it's a die die you lose lose like it's not you're not getting anything beneficial out of this and it says here but none of these come from the father they come from the world and i love the fact that um bringing it back to kathy when she said it's a renewal of mind it's a renewal of self and the way that you do this is you have to completely die from your old man and what story that i love um is a is lazarus when he died and jesus rose him from the tomb but the part that impacted me the most and it's in it's one of our in in our basic doctrine models modules i mean but the fact that his feet were tied, his hands were tied, and he had a handkerchief on him. And this part is that when he rose from the tomb, Jesus said to take off the his clothes and for him to to be let go. And once his clothes is taken off, then he would be able to let go. But let's see. 
that when his feet was when his feet was let go that is no longer chained and now it's a walk of Christ and when his hands were let go now he worships the father honorably how many times do we love the world and we come here to church and worship say holy 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 but our our hands are still tied and we're not worshiping sincerely for the love of God and the fact that he had a handkerchief and they took it off you know the one the the one thing was just like oh yeah now you can see but the one thing that I thought of I'm like wow if your eyes are 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 covered that means you're in darkness right because you cannot see you're blind but the handkerchief it said that it was over his head so correct me if I'm wrong Danny but it was just like he's he was under the curvatura of darkness but until Jesus took off that handkerchief he was like you're no longer un under the cobertura you're under my cobertura now you're a new man walking a new way under doing good deeds in your life so get rid of that old man and the only way that the valentine's day all this desirable stuff that's looking within the eye um is gonna be gone is by going to jesus and <laughs> um the first sin that was ever committed how was it committed by the desire of eve's eye like that's so crazy like the serpent knew to taunt her by making the fruit look desirable to her and it's the same thing here we have to get rid of the desires this valentine is just full of desires it's just all covered up by like cartoon you can say and and yeah i just wanted to say on those quick um, things i love um the point of eve because if you um if you really like think about it like we don't just fall into sin like from the night from the day to the night you get me like it takes it takes you a while to know that you like it like imagine eve you know she got the apple because the serpent was probably out to like tease her a little bit and she would wonder like huh like her thoughts were thinking about like oh what could this apple like really taste like and you know she was like sure she was not eating it just yet but her thoughts were on it and maybe maybe we don't even have to act upon like the whole celebration thing but just thinking like like here like for example uh this year february 14th is landing on a wednesday right so for us you know we have alabanza practice we have dance practice and imagine we're here in practice but our mind is like wandering off thinking like oh man i could have just been with the girl that i like oh man i could have just been with the guy yeah like oh my mom didn't let me go out to eat today like it's just stuff like that that you know like your mind just wanders off but i love that you were saying how we're just like like chained up and and you know not have like leave the darkness side of that but the beautiful part about leaving the darkness side and leaving uh the the chains that you know tie us up to the things that you know look good that look pleasing and fun and all of the above in this verse psalm 62 12 says my lord your love is real you reward all people for what they do so imagine being face to face with the lord and he's rewarding you with all the things that you've done here so he's gonna re reward you one day for not being a participant of all these pagan feasts he's gonna he's gonna reward you for saying hey you chose me rather than um celebrating um saint valentine saint santa claus you know all these saints because uh, think about it all these all these pagan things have like saint before it so like who are these saints i i just think we focus so much on like the decor and all the hanging out and all the cutesy stuff but we don't pay attention to what these meanings really are because they all have like there's they're really like horrendous like uh, definitions but we don't realize this until after we understand um what this is but this means that if we leave like the things you know that we want to do to the side god will reward us for that 
No, actually, I was going to tell you guys that, uh, you know, Jesus uh, talks a lot about love. Yeah. And uh, when he's in the when he's in earth when he's you know here down you know trying to help us and you know dying for us he he grabs Simon Peter and John in John 21 18 and he comes and he asks him three he asks him three questions that you know kind of shocks me and at the same time kind of just kind of leaves me thinking he comes up and tells them uh, you know he says you know Peter uh, he says um, you know says you know Simon son of uh, son of Jonas uh, you know do you love me and you know John, as you know, not Jonah, but you know Peter says, "Yes, I do love you, son." And then he says, "Feed my lambs." Mm-hmm. And then he goes again and says, "Hey, Simon, do you love me?" And then he says, "Yes, yes, Lord, I, I love you." And I have it right here. It says, "It says Peter was grieved because he said unto the." Uh, and then he says uh, the, the second time he's like, "Yes, I do love you," and then he says again. He said, "Then feed my lambs, feed mm-hmm. my sheep." The third time he says, uh, "You know, I'm on uh, verse twelve, John twenty-one, verse twelve. I'm sorry, verse 17. And it says, He said unto him the third time, Simon, son of Jonas, do you love me? And it says, Peter was grieved because he said unto him the third time, says, Do you love me? And he said unto him, Lord, you know all things, and you know what I love, how much I love you. And he said, and it said Then if you love me, feed my sheep. And I love that because exactly what you guys were saying. Like, it's love, the real Valentine's Day. Let's just say, let's just say, let's just say somebody tells me that they really want to celebrate love. Yeah. Real love is this type of love the one that you you are in so in love with the people that don't know jesus christ and you're so in love with christ that you're out there tending the people True. the lambs that that god was speaking about and you might say but well, who are the lambs you know who are the sheep the sheep are the people that are hungry for his word and people yeah. are, are are the people those are the people that are, are willing to listen to the word of god and sometimes we don't even preach and we don't even talk about god just because we feel you know afraid we feel like we're not going to get accepted and yet again you know we're here trying to celebrate valentine's day and we're trying to profess our you know our love for our significant others in a very violent and you know expensive way very expensive and and i was i was i was i was just thinking like you know how 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 god is so simple and how god is like you know i was thinking that about today you know like like i had to wear a beanie today because it was cold mm-hmm. and i was wondering you know i was taking off my beanie when i come, come inside church and i know that's respectful yeah. But I was wondering, and I was like, you know, how many times have I made a big deal because somebody was wearing a beanie and praying? But it was just really cold. Mm-hmm. Like, you think God were to say, you know, you know, leave leave him with the beanie because he's praying. Like, it's better what he has inside than how he's, wear, wear, he's, wearing, wear, yeah. he's wearing outside. And I, I, this is the same thing that I asked myself. I was like, do you really believe that, that he is more worried about how you love your significant others or how much you love the people that he loves? And who does he love? He loves the poor. He loves the prostitute. He loves the 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 the, 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 the people that can't do it on their own. Mm-hmm. And and I, I wonder, you know, and I, I I challenge myself to think, you know, do I do I feed God's sheep? Is that how I show him that I love him by feeding his sheep? And I honestly try to answer that question every single day to a yes. I don't know if you have anything to say, guys. Yeah. Go yes, ahead. you can go ahead. Oh, okay, I'm kind of change okay, it. Yeah. Is that fine? Okay, yeah. yeah, okay. So I just wanted to talk ab- about a little about us not completely understanding what we're saying because we can be talking all of this and you can be hearing, but sometimes you're not fully convicted. And the Bible says that that we sometimes don't even understand, but why don't we understand? In John 8, 43, it says, you don't understand the things I say because you cannot accept my teaching. Your father is the devil. You belong to him. You want to do what he wants. He was, he was a murderer from the beginning. He was always against the truth. 
there is no truth in him he is like the lies that he tells yes the devil is a liar he is the father of lies and it keeps going to 45 it says i am telling you the truth and that's why you don't believe me can any of you prove that i am guilty of sin if i tell you the truth why don't you believe me whoever belongs to god accepts what he says but you don't accept what god says because you don't belong to God. And when I was reading this, I was like, bro, that's so crazy. Because some some of us, or, or a lot of us, genuinely hear the word of God. But we're like, ah, okay, like whatever. It just goes from one ear to another. It's because we don't accept it. Because we're over here loving the world. We're over here. It says here that your father is the devil. Like, that's crazy. Like, you, that's crazy, you know? <laughs> and yeah but it says in john 14 20 says it says but the helper the holy spirit whom the father will send in my name he will teach you all the things and bring you remembrance all that i have said to you so meaning i read these two per verses along uh side to side because sometimes we don't understand god's teaching or it goes from one ear to the other because we don't belong to god but if we do want to belong to god if you're the one that's saying that ah whatever like i'll just valentine's day isn't that crazy to me like you guys are just i don't do cupid i just do chocolates with my girl or with or with my mans you know whatever but it says here that when you uh, allow the holy spirit in you is that it gives you the remembrance all that I have said to you, meaning that right here, Jesus was talking and, and it was the, it was a story of when Jesus uh, resurrected and he was going to go up and the people were like, why Jesus, why are you leaving? Like, we just got you back you just resurrected. And he was like, no, I'm going up. So you guys have a helper and this helper is a Holy spirit. But what Jesus was saying here is that this, this Holy spirit, he's named the helper because he's here to help us. He's here to help us to remember what god has said to us through his word so if you guys want to uh, if you guys are thinking like oh i'm not convicted like this is not this is whatever this is not a revelation to me find the holy spirit and watch your mind change i love i love um the whole mind change situation <laughs> but i think uh, a seminar that we had this past week honestly like made me like really like think through <laughs> everything because um like you were talking about like being expressive and understanding how God is such a God that is expressive. So who are we to not express ourselves, you know? And there was an example that was given to us and they say like, how, how obnoxious are we that we are so much more expressive to our significant other when we cannot be significant? We cannot express ourselves to, to the Lord, you know, the, the Lord who died for us. And she continues to say like, I don't think your significant, your significant died for you. And you're probably still showing more affection to them. And I was like, dude, you're so rag. <laughs> but like it, but you know, it's in our humanity. It's in our nature to like love somebody and, you know, be expressive towards them. But because it's so much more easier to do it to somebody that we see, it's so much more harder to do it with somebody that we don't see. But that's where our faith comes in. In first John three sixteen, it says, this is how we know what real love is. Jesus gave his life for us. So we should give our lives for each other as brothers and sisters, which is what we were talking about. Right. Because he gave his life for us, which has broken the veil, which has given given us grace that we are now able to have free will and free will does not mean like hey i get to do whatever i want no because the bible says everything that we do has a consequence so whether we use our free will in a way that is holy and sacred as the lord has um called us to do then that's where we are able to practice that real love so every time we think about real love let's think about the love that 
Jesus did on that cross for us. And we forget about that. But because of that act, because after his death and resurrection, we are now able to be here and be like, okay, Lord, now I have another understanding. And I have free will of wanting to choose, willingly choose, to not think the way this world thinks, to not celebrate and be a participant of what the what the world does. And, you know, it's very hard to let that go because how, how cute is I'm not going to lie. Like, this, this is like a cute like little festivity and it's everywhere and i mean everywhere but you know the definition of love has been twisted in so many different ways which is why we have to always like rear back to what real love is in the bible and that is what jesus christ did for us okay guys uh you know i was gonna just say what you guys said honestly um i gave a teaching called real love um like a like a long time ago and I think I think the most important part of this whole thing is understanding that not everything that your heart feels is uh, exactly what you feel. You know, um, I think just uh, I, I guess I guess also I don't want to I don't want to tell people not to do something because I feel like that doesn't get anywhere. I feel like more uh, in the regards of saying just think about this what I'm trying to say and figure it out on your own. Open your Bible, read the Bible, and let God reveal it to you guys. God bless you guys. We'll see you next week. And remember, our podcast comes out every single Wednesday at 4 p.m. Laters.